What's going on with everybody? This your man Dre, aka Dre on Wheels, the host of the 11:30 podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling. Yo, you guys, man, sit tight, grab your popcorn, go get a hot pocket, man, get some cereal, grab your beverage, man, whether that's some milk, uh, a beer, a soda, or some water, man. Sit tight, man. This is the 11:30 podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling, where I interview some of your favorite ring announcers, uh, reference. Um, independent pro wrestlers, you name it, man, you name it, you guys. You tune in, and I'm about to chat some wrestling, man. So sit tight, you guys, and welcome to the 11:30 podcast. Talk pro wrestling. And yo, ring the bell. It's your man Dre, aka Dre on Wheels. This is episode 41 of the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling. What's goody? How everybody doing out there? Appreciate you guys joining me back here for another episode. You dig, man? Good morning, good night, good afternoon to all my listeners, all my subscribers all across the world. Uh, shout out to all my listeners in Canada, Germany, the UK, all over the States. I appreciate it so, so much, man. It's going to be a fun show. If you guys watching on YouTube and if you're new to the channel, don't forget to hit that subscribe button down below. Yes, like it, leave a comment, and share it, and also smash the notification bell so you don't miss an episode. Plus, don't forget to follow the 1130 podcast on all social media platforms. But you guys, man, this is going to be a very, very, very fun show in the books. You guys, my guest coming up later on in the podcast, he will be joining me, you guys. Camille Amar, you guys, he's from Kentucky, you guys. He's an independent pro wrestler. He works for uh, World Wrestling Alliance, Top Notch Wrestling, you guys. Um, Ascend Pro Wrestling, just to name a few, you guys. He is the domain. He is the Saudi star, you guys. Camille Amar will be joining me here on the 1130 podcast, you guys. But before we get to that, I want to shout out my guest who was on last week from the UK. Shout out to all my UK listeners. My man, Jay Martin, you guys, the host of the Backboard Podcast. Appreciate you, my guy, for joining me here on the podcast. I'm so excited, man. For real. I'm so excited. But you guys, man, before we get to my guest, man, we're going to jump into some trending topics in wrestling this week, you guys. We're going to we're gonna start it off with Bow Wow. Yes, I know. This is a wrestling podcast and Bow Wow, of all people, you know, wants to wrestle in the WWE. He wants to live out his childhood dream. There ain't nothing wrong with wanting to live out your childhood dream. Whatever you want to do in life, you can accomplish it. <laughs> you can accomplish it. And that's all. And I'm saying that all with positive, you know. And Bow Wow feels though, after his latest album that he want to drop, that he want to step in the ring and work for the WWE. Now, this ain't just, if anybody can do it, and everybody, then everybody, anybody would be. But not everybody can do it. But as we've seen in the past, multiple uh, actors, multiple entertainers have stepped foot and wrestled in the WWE. Um, Snoop Dogg could be, you know, he, he one of them. You know, I don't think he necessarily wrestled, but he did his thing. You know, he did his thing. And we all saw that that horrible splash he hit in AEW. But, yeah, we're going we're gonna to move on. Uh, but, yeah, Bow Wow, man, wants to... 
worked for WWE. Most likely, if anything, he may have a WrestleMania match. Who knows? It may be a SummerSlam. Bow Wow sent out a tweet, you know, and he's been tweeting Rey Mysterio. He's been tweeting Dominic. He's just been, you know, just been going all over the place. You know, back in the 80s, it was rock and wrestling. You know, when we seen wrestling and MTV team up and you just had a whole lot of rock and roll stars on wrestling, whether they were performing, whether they were the ring announcer, you know, you just saw that connection there. And now here in a new modern day, I mean, is, is it rapid wrestling? You know, because Bow Wow wanted to make his, you know, way in, into the WWE some way, somehow, I guess to make that last big check before he just made right off into the sunset. And I was talking about Bow Wow on my main podcast, you guys. Don't forget to check out the 1130 Podcast Show each and every Wednesday on YouTube and EB Radio. Uh, cheap plug, you guys. But uh, yeah, I was talking about Bow Wow, how in Houston, well, like a month ago, he packed the club. So it was like, wow, I mean, hey, you got to find a way to, to get, to stay relevant, man. You got to find a way. But speaking of rap and wrestling, another person in rap, man, who seems to, you know, sort of have her foot maybe in the WWE or not. We've seen her trend worldwide on Twitter. Um, where it was Legends Night in WWE about a month ago, where Toy Wilson told uh, Angel Garza that, hey, oh, Cardi B is in that room, and boom, it just went nuts after that. Cardi B tried to figure out why the hell I'm, I'm trending with WWE, you know, and the whole the whole back and forth with her and Lacey Evans, so I, I really don't know, man. The most I can really see Cardi B doing if she steps foot in the WWE ring is being a ring announcer. And, you know, they, they might not want to put it. They could put her on commentary, but um, a ring announcer would be great. You know, her coming out there, maybe, you know, uh, ring announcing a match with Charlotte in it or or Lacey Evans, some big high profile matchup. So, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't know, man. And it's crazy. It's crazy. Speaking of entertainers and, and, and artists, guys, Bad Bunny. Yes, you guys, Bad Bunny performed at the Royal Rumble. And not only did he perform at the Royal Rumble, he stuck around, you guys, on the next night of Monday Night Raw and also this past week on Monday Night Raw. And uh, Bad Bunny, of course, with trending and all the news outlets, are, as far as uh, TMZ, we're talking about Bad Bunny and how he was on Monday Night Raw and how he jumped off the top rope. And, you know, I guess that's, I guess that expiring uh, Bow Wow that he can do it, man. It's always good when you can inspire someone. But uh, yeah, Bad Bunny, man, is, well, he received some heat um, by being in the WWE, knowing that he's a worldwide star. He's famous. You know, he's like the number one music on, on Spotify or whatever like that. But I mean, like, the fact that he loves wrestling, people want to bad shame him. And I don't, I don't get down with that. I don't, I don't like that. You know, I've been watching wrestling since I was nine years old. We all get it's predetermined, it's scripted. We all we get all of that. It's real to me, damn it. <laughs> you feel me? It's real to me, damn it. But I love it, man. So I don't think just because that you don't you don't see what was all the hype about it, or you don't see why everybody like it, don't give you the right to bad mouth it though. You feel me? I, I don't like that. I don't like that. Just because I like wrestling and it's, and it's predetermined or scripted. Your favorite movie is scripted. Yeah, they add all the sound effects and they do all of that after a year or two of post-production to make it come out the way. So come on, man. I hate when people badmouth wrestling. So all my wrestling fans, let me get a ooh ooh you know? <laughs> uh, man, uh, other news in trending wrestling, you guys. Tyler Rex, man. Yo, shout out to Tyler Rex, man. If you, in any desire, man, feel as though that 
You know, you want to be whoever you want to be in life, man. Just be it. You know, Tyler Rex, man, went on a, a full transformation, you know, and seeing the photos, you know, because I heard the story and I heard the headlines and it was like former WWE superstar transformation. And I was like, who is it? And they actually said his real name. So I was like, I don't know about that name. So, you know, I started to read more into it and it was former superstar. He'd he been married for some time. He had a daughter and everything. And he just, he just, when he's, when he was little, he always dressed up in women's clothes. You know, I don't know if this was ever presented or brought out. Of course, you know, your personal life is your personal life, but I don't know if this was ever presented in any type of way or fashion in the WWE. We all know when Tyler Rex left, I believe it was 2011, 2012, he already, you know, he uh, shared his dislike and disdain for the company and uh, lack of uh, lack of creative ideas and stuff like that. But um, hey, man, if uh, you feel as though you want to do a change, man, you keep you keep doing it. So uh, shout out to my man Tyler Rex, man. Shout out to him and Tyler Rex. But you guys, man, we're gonna move on here on the podcast. You guys, man, Monday Night Raw went down this past week. It was a uh, a decent one. It wasn't all that good. Um, just a couple of points to point out uh, here before we uh, get to my guest from uh, Raw, uh, SmackDown, NXT, you guys, and some AEW. Um, we started off Monday Night Raw, you guys, with Adam Pearce in the middle of the ring and the return of Shane McMahon. The thing right here that I find a little funny is that Shane McMahon came back to just to say, just to say that Adam Pearce, yo, great matchup that you made, but really Shane came out there to really kind of like put the match together and announce it. So in my predictions, I'm pretty sure at WrestleMania is going to be Adam Pearce versus Shane McMahon. Hmm. You know, I didn't like what they did with Adam Pearce um, a couple of weeks ago with the Kevin Owens story. I really was digging that old Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, so it's like, do Nakamura ever get his title shot? Do he ever get the match that he didn't, you know, that he didn't get? So, I mean, but yeah, Shane McMahon versus Adam Pearce at WrestleMania. What's your guys' thoughts on that one right there? What's your guys' thoughts on that one? Also, man, um, what else we see? Keith Lee taking on Riddle. Man, what a hell of a matchup that was, man. Hell of a matchup that was. Uh, Keith Lee walked away with the victory. But not only did he walk away with the victory, he walked, well, not only did he walk away with the victory, he got chokeslammed after the match by Bobby Lashley. And I'm really loving what they're doing with Bobby Lashley, making my guy look strong. Looking really, really strong. Yeah, he's the United States champion, but Bobby, we need more from Bobby. Why had Bobby never faced it? Uh, Brock Lesnar. Like, can, can we really push Bobby? Because I think Bobby can be the future. You know, would it been Black History Month and that? Just not just because it's Black History Month, you put a major title on a black person. I mean, we should get this throughout the year. You feel me? But I mean, Bobby Lashley is looking dominant, man. For real. Really, really looking dominant. Nia Jax, man, <laughs> seems that went viral with uh, screaming out when she hit the leg drop. And Lana moved, but she landed on an apron and screaming out my hole. So they got a t-shirt with it and everything. So I, I don't I don't know how far that's gonna go on WWE TV. But we're gonna see, man. We're gonna see Monday Night Raw then, you know, eh, you know, and, and, and with the Nia Jax after she hit the leg drop, she will go on to lose the tables match against Lana. Yeah, I know, right? Against Lana. So mm, that's crazy. That's crazy. Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre capped the night off. Uh, Randy Orton winning by a DQ after Sheamus got involved. So uh, 
It looks like Seamus is going to take his frustrations out on Adam Pierce because, because Shane McMahon is the one who really booked the damn match. So, I mean, it looks like we're going to have a huge uh, Elimination Chamber matchup coming up in two weeks, you guys. Um, AEW, you guys, I know a lot of you guys are really disappointed about AEW, man. I was there at the first show. Um, I was here at the first show in D.C., man, and AEW lately just ain't been kicking it off right. And But with the matchup they kicked off um, this past Wednesday night, Wolf, was really good. I really enjoyed Darby Island and Joey Janela. I think Joey Janela is a great competitor. I mean, I was talking to a couple of my uh, uh, independent wrestlers, you know, Sean O'Brien, just to name a few. Shout out to my man, Sean O'Brien, referee man, Bond. Um, that the fact that Joey Janela could tell a story, you know, he wrestled in Broome, he, he wrestled uh, a social distance match, <laughs> he wrestled an invisible person. So, I mean, I think anything Joey Janela does, man, is, is the sky's the limit. He could be really, really great at it. But uh, that was really great with AEW this week starting it off. Also, MJF just needs to leave the inner circle, but it looks like Sammy Guevara has left the inner circle. I mean, with Everybody saying that Sammy Guevara reminds, you know, them of Eddie Guerrero. I mean, I think the time is to go ahead and pull the trigger on it now. Like, you know what I mean? You, we, I don't want to keep saying, well, Sammy, you, know, you remind me of Eddie. You remind me of Eddie. Well, I mean, if I remind you of Eddie, let me do something with it, you know? So I don't think he should be in the inner circle. I damn, don't, I damn sure don't think MJF should be. And... What the hell was up with Santana and Ortiz? Like, they were supposed to be receiving a tag team title shot next week on Dynamite, but why are these guys not pushed as a top tag team? But instead, we get Jericho and MJF. And I think Jericho, man, hell of a guy, man, hell of a wrestler. He's going to keep making history in the wrestling business as he evolves. But I think the time is just, you know, his body and the way it's looking on HDTV, I think he's better off at the commentary. Now, I don't know about you guys. Me, personally, I think he's better off on the commentary test. Speaking of better off, man, Sting, 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 Sting. I don't know why we got to see Sting every single week on Dynamite. You feel me? They kind of like ruining the mystique of Sting. You know, he's supposed to just, you know, how Darby Allen, they, 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 they pandered the, the camera to Darby Allen when he was in the bleachers. Like, I mean, that was supposed to have been Sting. I mean, I understand, yeah, it's old and, you know, but come on, right, like, Come on, like he comes out there basically just for an attraction in a way, but we don't have to see him every single week, man. The Undertaker, before, you know, he, he, started, he, he started wrestling just once a year at Mania, we wouldn't see The Undertaker every week. We would see him every now and then because that character is special and he is special. But uh, hey, hey, that's AEW. That's AEW. AEW, man, speaking of AEW, their main event this past week, Kenny Omega teaming with Kenta. Yes, you guys, Kenta is in AEW, man. And they took on John Moxley and Lance Archer, who was a dope false count anywhere matchup. That man, that matchup really reminded me of SmackDown uh two know your old, just fighting in the kitchen and everything. I'm like, well, this seemed like something they're gonna put in a video game. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, AEW, man, I mean, they trying, they trying, they trying, I guess. Um, 
NXT, you guys, as we move on, the NXT Dusty Rhodes Classic for the men and women continues. We've seen MSK defeat Legato Del Fantasma, which was a great matchup right there. MSK will go on to face the winners of the Grizzly Young Veterans in Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Champa match, which was an awesome main event of NXT. But, um, Fortunately, unfortunately, Thatcher and Champa didn't walk away with the victory. For the second year in a row, the Grizzle Young Veterans are going to the NXT Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals. And they take it on a young and hungry tag team by the name of MSK. And I really dig in MSK. Hope they go far, man. I hope they really, really go far in uh, the tournament. Another woman that's going far, and I'm really loving her transformation and her character is Zia Lee. Zaya Lee, man, she's doing really good. WWE NXT Triple H, man. <laughs> you feel me? Keep it up. Really, for real, for real. Keep it up. Uh, I was talking about the uh, women's Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. Chauncey Blackheart and Amber Moon defeated Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell to advance to the finals to take on um, to take on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. That is going to be a dope matchup this Sunday at NXT TakeOver uh, Vengeance. Uh, headlined by Finn Balor and Pete Dunne. We got their NXT women's title on the line. Uh, we got Io Shirai taking on, taking on Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. Just a bunch of matches going down this Sunday at TakeOver Vengeance. I wish you guys thoughts on uh, NXT um, kind of like bringing, reviving back WWE's old pay-per-view things. What about NXT TakeOver Judgment Day? I think that that sound nice. That sound nice. That that really do. <laughs> that really sound nice. But you guys, man, before we get to my guest Camille, you guys, um, of course it's Friday, you guys. It is Friday, but last week on Friday, man, Roman Reigns had everybody jumping out of their seat, though. Really, the Roman Reigns just he went from zero to a hundred real quick. Now, why you had to play games with me? Like, come on, Roman. Like, you, Paul Heyman almost had a heart attack. You ain't had to scare a man like that. You ain't had to scare a man like that, man. But, uh, man, that was cool right there. Roman Reigns um, came out, you know, just why I'm out here first and why is Edge not out here first? You know, so Roman Reigns felt like he was being disrespected, you know, like you were playing with me, you were playing with my name. If you're playing with me and you're disrespecting me, that means, that means you're disrespecting my family. And it don't work like that, man. It don't work like that. But, uh, man, I'm just loving, loving what Roman Reigns is doing right now. Another thing, man, I'm loving, Cesaro. You know, I was speaking on Shinsuke Nakamura earlier, man. I love it what they, you know, was doing or did with Shinsuke and, you know, in that moment, you know, having lasting that tournament or going the way in the gauntlet, you know, and, you know, winning it. And now we got Cesaro that's killing it. So, you know, they broke them up, but they both doing their thing. But Cesaro... Don't match up with Daniel Bryan last week. Bianca Belair, baby. Yeah, she won the Royal Rumble, you guys. I explained to my man, Deshaun, on his podcast. Once again, shout him out. Uh, Whip Dog Wrestling Heroes and Insiders Podcast, you guys. I'm on a podcast. Go check me out. Um, I shared a tear. I shared a tear. The emotion, everything that just, that just oozed out of her when she got up on the top rope, man, and the pyro just went off. And everybody who know me, you know, that I love wrestling, I love pyro. So when the pyros went off and she was just springing her braids in the air, man, you can feel that emotion. And them showing the clip of her mom and dad sitting there watching her win the Royal Rumble. I mean, that's priceless. 
that's 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 priceless, man. That's nothing but priceless. So shout out to Bianca Belair. She's gonna do a thing, and I know she's gonna choose. I mean, she she kind of like throwing a little swerve. She might choose Oscar though, but man, take my money if she choose Sasha. Yes, Sasha versus Bianca at WrestleMania. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Um, another thing to see on SmackDown, you guys, Big E defended his Intercontinental Championship in a triple threat matchup against Apollo and Sami Zayn. I'm really loving what Apollo doing. You know, he's kind of like adding the edge to his character. Like, man, I won it. You feel me? I know I won the United States Championship. I know I can win this. And the only person in my way is Big E. So, I mean, you know, I want to see where it goes with this. And I want to see where it goes with Apollo and Roman. You know, we saw them two together. So, we don't know how this is going to go. We don't know how it's going to go. Speaking of Roman, Roman, of course, told Edge at the start of the show, you know, you better give me a decision of who you're going to face, you know, at WrestleMania, you know. And Roman, once he saw Edge, and the first thing basically Roman said, acknowledge me. Like, damn. Edge didn't do nothing besides winning the Royal Rumble, Roman. Like, I'm on your side. You feel me? Acknowledge? Oh, man. Like, Roman is just the man, but we get KO and he stuns Roman and leaves, man. And that's how we end that. So we're going to see what we're going to get tonight on SmackDown, you guys. Man, you feel me? Like, I, I really thought, you know, Edge was going to acknowledge him. But since Edge been back, he's been on the road. Like, you know, I didn't think he was. You feel me? Like, <laughs> but Roman ain't playing, man. You better acknowledge him as your tribal, as his, as your tribal chief. As your tribal chief. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, you guys, man. Uh, I hope I ain't ramble on too long. You guys join me each and every weekend on Talk Pro Wrestling. Hit me talk some pro wrestling. But yes, you guys, coming up right after the break, you guys, don't move. My guest, Kamal Omar, you guys, from Kentucky. He's an independent pro wrestler. He's going to be joining me here on the 1130 podcast, you dig, man? Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. Don't move, you guys. I'll be right back here on the 1130 podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling. Hey, you guys, before we hop back into the show, I want to tell you guys about listener support. Yo, listener support helps me out big time with the podcast, you guys. Big time as far as setting up equipment, getting equipment, you know, getting guests, you guys. You name it, you guys. Click the link in the description. If you enjoy the 1130 podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling, you can support this podcast with a small monthly subscription, you guys. Yes, 99 cent a month, you guys. $4.99 a month, $9.99 a month, you guys. Click the link in the description. Uh, support the podcast, man, so I can keep making these podcasts each and every week, man, and talking some pro wrestling with my guests and making them, you guys, for you. Yo, you guys, welcome back here to the 1130 Podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling. Appreciate you guys sticking with me throughout the break. You guys, like I was saying before the break, my guest 
is joining me, you guys. Coming to us from Kentucky, he's an independent pro wrestler, you guys. He wrestles for WWA, you guys, World Wrestling Alliance, Top Notch Wrestling, Ascend Pro Wrestling, just to name a few, you guys. He's the voice of the domain. He's the Saudi star, you guys. My man, Camille Ahmad, he's going to be joining me right now. Camille, how's it going? Oh, it's going well. Thank you for having me on the 1130 podcast. No problem. No problem. Thank you for joining me, man. Like I was saying before the show, man, you're very, very shocked. I really, I really like that, man. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. No problem. How's life? It's it's going well. You know, um, the, the the coronavirus pandemic, everything is, is kind of slowed down, it, you know, wrestling, all of it. And um, it, it, it was a slow time, but thankfully, thankfully, everything's picking back up slowly but surely. You know, everybody's everybody's doing their part to kind of try to slow the curve down. So um, I, I'm just I'm excited to get back into wrestling, get back, get back in front of all the people and everything. It's just it. Um, I'm, I'm glad to be in the in the place that I am right now. Okay, that sounds really cool. That sounds really cool. Man, I appreciate you joining me once again here on the podcast. For my listeners and viewers who are joining me on the podcast, not familiar with you, can you tell them a little something cool about yourself? Uh, well, you know, as you stated, my name is Camille Ahmad. I am the voice of the Dominion. Um, I have, I've been wrestling in the state of Kentucky for approximately a little under two years now. Um, I've, I've wrestled, I've been fortunate enough to wrestle, you know, all over the state. I was trained in um, Frankfort, Frankfort, Kentucky, under um, Scott Diamond, Henry Shaw, and um, Omega. I, um, you know, as as everything has been, COVID has kind of slowed everything down. So I, I haven't gotten an opportunity to travel quite as much as I have, but I've been able to go to Indiana, Ohio, wrestle a couple places, and and just you know see what there is out there. And I just, I, you know, you gotta love doing this to to do it, you know. Yeah, you, you really do. You got to have the passion to do it right now, man. You know, if things are going the way it is, you got to make the best of it. Um, like you said, uh, you've been wrestling for uh, two years. You're originally from um, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Um, were you born there or were you born uh, here in the States? I was I was born in the States, yes. Okay. Well, um, I, I'll, I'll have to explain just a little something about what I do. You know, um, the, the, um, the origin is all part of the gimmick. You know, I, um, I have, have actually never been to Jeddah. Um, it's a callback to, um, to ancestry and everything. I try to use that as a way to, um, to promote, you know, who I am as a wrestler. Um, I, I think a lot of people, a lot of people blur the lines between what is reality and what is wrestling. Um, while I personally have, was not born in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, I, I use that as a way to promote myself my my history my ancestry and um try to you know try to mesh that and make it into a character that is um you know that is received in other countries that is received and from other people that you know they you don't see this every day you don't see a saudi arabian superstar you know performing in the u.s as much as you know you you see at the other you know the, it's just something you don't get to experience and i think it's a very unique perspective and i like to take that and use that it you know everything about professional wrestling is trying to make something unique that isn't seen every day so i try to use my history as as a way to to stand out to seem different that's cool well well, well said that's well well said um what was some of your favorite moments of, of loving wrestling 
Well, uh, you know, I always, I, I grew up watching, actually the, the very first time that I got to watch wrestling and really got into it, I was flipping through the channels on the TV and um, I, I don't remember, I, I believe, and, and don't quote me on this, I believe it was Crime Time, the Usos, it might've been the Hart Foundation, we're in a triple threat tag team match um, a while back and the lights cut off and the lights came back on the Undertaker was in the ring and he just brawls with everybody. And I was like, wow, this is so cool, you know? And that's really what got me into wrestling, love to watch it. Um, I kind of fell out of touch with it several years ago. And um, I ended up, you know, getting back into it, watching some independent shows around here. And, you know, I made the decision, you know, look, I, you know, this is something I've always wanted to do since I was a kid. And um, I need, I need to do it. I need to pursue it. And uh, it hasn't, it, it is not for everybody. It's not, it hasn't been easy. Um, I've been very fortunate being where I'm at, having the people around me to help me. I've had a lot of people that have, you know, promoted me themselves personally. And for that, I'm greatly appreciated, appreciative of um, everything they've done. It, um, you know, it, it all starts, everybody has this dream. Every wrestler, you know, as a kid has this dream of, you know, getting in the squared circle and just performing in front of thousands of people. And it's, it's, it, it's something that, it's honestly a dream come true how um how much fun it has been you know obviously there there's always there's always things you don't like about everything but as a whole i i can't complain at all about my time in professional wrestling at all okay that's really really cool uh you talked about how loving wrestling and this was a dream growing up um i know you have a dream opponent in, in your mind you know in the future <laughs> who, who would you like to you know get in the ring with oh oh man well um you know <laughs> I I can't say that there is one person I'm going to pick out in particular just that I I would love to lock up with but there are there's so many talents in the area uh there's so many talents farther out that I you know I would love to get in the ring with um but my my biggest thing is no matter who I'm facing whether it is whether it's some guy that has been training for 6 months or somebody that has been in the business for 15 16 years you know I um I honestly look at it like it's a great opportunity. It's a great learning experience. But at the end of the day, as the fans are cheering, the fans are on the feet, the fans are booing, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, as long as they're engaged in what it is, I, I could care less who I'm facing. I, I just, I, I love performing. I could, um, you know, I could stay on this level for the rest of my career and be just as happy as if I was performing in front of, you know, 15, 16,000 people in an arena it's it's all about it's all about the fans at the end of the day um now that's not to say there wouldn't be many many people that i'd love to get in the ring with um but it's just i i, I can't say i've got one person in mind in particular I'd, I'd love to lock it up with um i i watched tna quite a bit back in the day um i i loved the the technical wrestlers you know i loved I, um just just to name a few you know eric young he's he's such an amazing mm -hmm. athlete He's um he's such you know he's he's technically sound and everything that he does, um I I think James Storm is another great example of somebody that I don't know how familiar you are with um with you know older TNA or even today I think he's he's back on back on with them for a little while, mm -hmm. um you know it's it and and I'm just I'm picking people that are coming to mind but really I I couldn't care less who I step in the ring with because at the end of the day I know I'm gonna give a hundred percent toward that toward that show and i know they're going to give 100 or i hope they do and um just make it the best show possible for everybody 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're speaking about getting back into the back, getting back into wrestling. Yeah, you've been wrestling for about two years now. Um, what made you get back mm-hmm. into it? Um, it was another one of those channel flipping moments. You know, I um I had gotten very busy throughout throughout the end of my high school and college. I played um I played basketball. I played, you know, I I I did as much as I possibly could because I you know I love staying active. I love you know being mm-hmm. doing stuff constantly. And, um, I had kind of fallen out of it and, um, I was, I was home one day through channels and, um, popped up I on Monday night raw. And I, I said, you know what, you know, let's, let's watch and see what, see what's changed, you know, see, see what's been going on. Cause I had completely cut out wrestling just about, you know, I had, I wasn't watching it. I wasn't keeping up with it. And, and once I started getting back into it, I was like, wow, this is something I really missed. I, um, I love, and even today, as, as much as I, I don't get to, watch the current product as much as i would like to i still love to get on there and flip through watch highlights of shows see what people are doing today because that's my biggest thing i want i feel like um a lot of wrestlers today fall into this rut where they're doing the same thing they've done for years and so the same thing over and over and over and this touches back on what i was talking about earlier it is you know doing something to stand out doing something to be different and so all of this stuff you know i know aew is doing a lot of good stuff wwe i mean they're they're in the they're doing the same thing they've been doing, but there's still a lot of different people. There's, you know, Ricochet. That's another person you could add to that list. I mean, he's he's an awesome athlete. Um, you know, he's doing stuff that that you don't see every day. Keith Lee is one of the most athletic big man in the business right now. And um, all of this, it comes back to what I was saying originally. You have all of these different perspectives, all of these different ideas. And, and I love keeping wrestling fresh. So that's, I always check out the product. I always see what's going on to see what is, what what I can do, what I can do for the fans, what I can do to have, you know, the, the match of the night. Hmm. That's real sick. I like that. I like that. You got to keep it fresh because a lot of things are being recycled over and over and over again, especially mm-hmm. with WWE right now. And that's, um, and that's not, that's not to say recycled is bad now. You know, I, mm-hmm. I enjoy a lot of like, you know, your old 80s spots and stuff that, that people don't really, you know, see anymore. They've forgotten about recycling those back into it. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I just, I, the product being, you know, displayed over and over and over in the same exact light is what loses a lot of fans, I think. You're right. You are right. Um, I was getting to know you. You talked about um, how you were looking towards small guys in the business, such as X-Pop, CM Punk, uh, Shawn Michaels. And I want to ask you a question because it seems though, since The Undertaker now has retired and he's freely from um, the restrictions of his character, he's been saying a whole lot out there. And um, you're a small guy in the business, though. But I seem as though the business has changed a lot. You don't see a whole lot of really, 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 yeah, really big men. And do you think the new Undertaker? Undertaker said, and I want to ask you your um, your response. Uh, do you think the new generations of wrestlers in the WWE are soft? Um. Well. Far be it for me to um, to say anything against the dead man himself. I mean, he's he's a legend in the business. He's been around for a long time. I think um, I think the biggest thing is times change, um, people change, experiences change. It's I mean, it's not the same world we're living in now. Um, I, I I'm not going to say one way or the other whether I think it's soft. Obviously, I you know I've never been in a WWE locker room, so I really don't know what 
what they what they do or what they've been through and um so but i man there there's a lot to this business that a lot of people don't realize there is a day-to-day grind you know we're even on the small level that i am you know we're we're still running shows you know two three days a week we're going here to here to here sometimes you're showing up at shows you don't know the people you're in the locker room with you don't know what situation you're going into um not to say i i haven't ever experienced anything in my in my short time that is that has made me scared or anything in the locker room but i i think i think coming out of a, a generation where all these men were you know they they were I, trying to figure out how to word this um I think a lot has changed in the business now, whether that's a bad thing or a good thing is up for interpretation. But um, I, I think from where, from where he started to where he finished his career spanned a long amount of time and a lot can change in, you know, 30 plus years. So I'm not going to say wrestling is soft or wrestlers have become soft because I have no experience, you know, 20 years ago, I would, I'd say there's a lot of people in the business that are, that, that I am legitimately would not want to, you know, finding a finding a back alley somewhere but at the same time there are a lot of people i've met that are just the friendliest nicest people you've ever met and um i that's that's the beauty of pro wrestling it takes all kinds to make the puzzle it takes all all different flavors of ice cream to steal a line from a good friend of mine to make wrestling what it is you know you're never you're never going to have all the same amount of people you're never going to have all the same kind of people it's it's just everybody working together to make the best possible product to put out for the fans and everybody else. You're right about that. You're right about that. And, you know, cause Undertaker made some, you know, remarks about, you know, how the New Day played video games in the locker room and how was it then, you know? So, you know, I just wanted to, to hear your thoughts. And it, it, it's really crazy. What's your thoughts on the wrestling business as a whole now? Um, I, again, it goes back to the flavors of ice cream. You know, I was trained, I was trained in the old school wrestling. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot slower pace while, while I try to put my own twist of, you know, a little bit quicker pace, it's, it's still, I enjoy the, the storytelling. I enjoy, you know, the wrestling that, that happened slowly. It, it developed, it built. I think there's a lot of wrestling nowadays that, um, is, it, it's, it's so fast that sometimes the story gets lost and that's not to say some people enjoy that, you know, <clears throat> I, I personally enjoy watching, you know, a lot of what the Young Bucks do. They, they're able to weave the story into the faster-paced, you know, more action-packed stuff. And, and there's nothing wrong with any of it. Um, it all needs to be woven together to make a good show. You're always going to have people in that crowd that want to see the fast-paced, high-action stuff. You're going to want to see the people that want the slower, you know, slowed-down more drawn out you know you're gonna want people want to see the luchadors people people want to see you know the strong style like new japan has and it's all what makes the perfect mix for everybody because we'll we'll circle back around to it at the end of the day it's it's all you know i i love to do this but i love to do this for the fans and so we want everybody to leave every single time as happy as possible You're right about that, man. You're right. Very interesting. Um, you've been in the business for some time. Uh, is there anything that you imagine, anything that you imagine the wrestling business would be before you got into it that it's not? Um, it is. Um, I, I didn't realize how, how physically grueling the wrestling business was. I mean, I knew, you know, 
day in and day out, these people are throwing themselves around. They're, you know, they're being thrown around. And but I don't think you realize how how physically and mentally exhausting it is sometimes. You know, you're going from from show to show. You're, you know, you've got you've got a no DQ match one night and the next night, you know, you're you're doing a tables match. And, um, you know, that's just random, random match stipulation thrown out there. But you don't realize, you know, you're, you're coming home after a show at, you know, 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the night, in the morning, and you're turning around going right back to a show the next night. You don't have time to recoup, re, you know, revamp and everything. You're trying to down energy drinks on the way back to the next show. I, I think I didn't realize how much work was put into this business. And, and I, I'm honestly kind of ashamed to, to say that now because, all every one of these people are athletes they are 110 percent athletes if they if they weren't they wouldn't be able to do what they're doing today um i i have a lot of respect for these guys i'm i'm glad i'm in the business i'm glad i'm in the the place i'm in right here but um, that was definitely something that i did not realize it is a sometimes you get so lost in in these superstars being superstars you don't realize how much work they put in day in and day out you're right about that. You're right. You're part of a group. You're, you're part of a group and you have your own faction. Can you tell me about it? Yeah. Yes, sir. We are the Dominion collectively at KEPW. We are the mass superstar who is the heavyweight champion there with Tony Corral, the United States champion and myself. Um, as we have branched out, Tony Corral and myself um, are, a tag, are a tag team together. Um, we travel a little bit more. Uh, you know, around the state and, and other places. And as stuff is opening up, you know, we're starting to go, you know, Indiana, Ohio, you know, branching out, seeing what's out there. Um, it, it all started back. Um, I, I had no idea who either of these guys were at the time. And um, the, the guy in charge of, um, of promoting the show, Kentucky Elite Pro Wrestling was like, Hey, I'm going to put you with this guy. I think you'd be really good with him. And I was like, all right, who is he? He's like the mass superstar. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, and we went out there and, and it, 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 you know, we clicked, we went to the back and, and he and I talked a little bit, and, you know, figured out exactly what we needed to do to really mesh. And then um, it was a few weeks after that, um, the promoter came back up to me again and he was like, look, you know, I, I've got somebody else to put with you. Uh, mass superstar wasn't, wasn't there that night. I don't remember why he couldn't make it, but he said, I've got somebody else to put with you guys. And I went out with him and it was, it was Tony Corral. And, um, he, he had actually never wrestled that company before. He had just come back from a short little breakout, um, from the business had come back in and wrestled a few places a little South of here. And, um, he came in, had the main event spot and, and blew me and everybody else away. And, um, I was, I went to the promoter and I said, yeah, this is, this is perfect. This is exactly what we're doing. So he said, you know what, we're, we're going to let you guys run. We're going to see what you guys can do. And I mean, so far we've, I can't complain with what we've done. It's been, it's been an amazing ride. It's been a whole lot of fun. Um, you know, it's had, it's, it's had its ups and downs, but um, it's, it's been a blast and I can't complain at all. I'm very, very fortunate to be with these two guys. Um, and both of them have, have shared their, you know, they, you know, the mass superstars got 15 years in the business. Tony Corral has 20. And I've got two. So that tells you much experience and how much I've learned from them over the past. I've been with them now for yeah, close to, a, well, maybe a little over a year now. And everything that I've been able to learn from them and traveling with Tony and tagging with him, I've learned a whole lot, you know, just doing that and traveling with him that I, I'm very, very blessed to be in the spot that I am today. Yeah. 
That's 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 good. It's always about the people you surround yourself with. You surround yourself with like like like-minded people. You know, you're gonna the future is bright for you. The future is very very right. bright. Um, where you see yourself at in the next five years in the wrestling business? <laughs> well, um, you know, I I'm always trying to grow, always trying to build. Um, been very very fortunate to to travel where I have been, but I I just want to keep traveling. This is this is something I love to do. It's something I you know I think about every single day. Now, um, you know, as far as I know, a lot of people have these these goals of you know I'm gonna get signed by WWE, I'm gonna get signed by AEW, you know ROH, TNA, whatever it might be. And and I try to not make I, I don't make that a goal. I because at the end of the day, you know, I would I would love to perform in front of you know that many people. I'd love to perform on on a stage like that. But at the end of the day, I got in this business to perform for fans whether it's five fans sitting in an armory somewhere or it's you know ten thousand fans i'm i'm gonna travel i'm gonna do as much as i can to make the best product possible every single night so um you know i I, my goal is very very broad you know it it, all it is is keep improving myself and make the best product i possibly can for everybody else and if that leads me in one direction or the other, you know, awesome. If I'm, you know, if I'm still here performing in front of a Frankfurt crowd every single night, I, I don't, it, it does not bother me a bit because I, I love every bit about what we do. And um, I, I enjoy doing it all. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I love it too. I love it. I love it. Um, How you been staying focused throughout the uh, pandemic and lockdown? Uh, there's a lot, a lot of home workouts, um, a lot of watching. I, I, I really got an opportunity to watch a lot of product that was going on. Got a lot of ideas for a lot of new stuff, um, which, you know, thankfully now that, now that everything's opened back up, been able to work on more. Um, we were able to train a little bit during, um, during the pandemic as stuff started to open back up, we were able to get back in. I worked a lot with Tony Corral on, on tag team moves on stuff that just improved the overall look of everything. I am very, very fortunate that I was able to do that with him. Uh, It was, it's just a lot of studying what I had done, studying, you know, my, my, my old tapes, studying things that I saw other people doing that, you know, back to, back to the, you know, X-Pac and Shawn Michaels and stuff like that. You know, the guys that, that were just a little bit smaller in the business. Of course, you know, Shawn Michaels was still a decent sized dude, but I mean, he was, he was wrestling people like, you know, Stone Cold, like the undertaker, like Kane, um, Kevin Nash, diesel, you know, all mm-hmm. these people that were quite a bit bigger than he was. And just learning little tiny nuances, things that you can do to best your opponent in the ring. Um, it just, it, it greatly approved, improved. I, I believe it greatly improved what I was doing and what I was putting out as a product. And um, I, I honestly, I think it also reflected, gave me time to look at how my character was portrayed and how, you know, how people saw me in the ring as just a person. So it gave me some time to brush up on that and do what I needed to do to be the best I can be. Yeah, that's what's up. You got to be the best you could be, man. You got to be the best you could be. Um, before we uh, hop back into it, man, um, who did, who inspired you? You know your 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 fashion. How, how did you? My fashion. Wow. Um, you know, honestly, it was um, it it goes back to my my original trainer in um, Kentucky Elite Pro Wrestling, Scott Diamond. He um he always he he always comes dressed in in a suit. 
he always, you know, comes dressed as best as he possibly can be. And he always says, you know, look your best and, and you'll, you'll turn heads, turn eyes and turn heads. So um, I've, you know, I, I've tried to deviate a little bit from, from, you know, exactly what he does. I don't want to copy what he's got going on, but I do, I always, you know, try to be, try to look my best and try to be my best because you know what, that's what, that's another thing that makes you stand out. Not everybody is, not everybody's coming dressed in the best. And um, I think that portrays where, where I'm going with this and what I'm wanting to do with um, the character. It's, it's who Camille Amat is, you know, he is, he's the best. He's, He's the voice of the Dominion. Everywhere we go, we've got gold on our shoulders. So why why am I not going to dress in, you know, $500 suits? Why am I not going to, you know, wear the scarf? Why am I not going to, you know, look like I am a million bucks? Because at the end of the day, that's the product that we're trying to put out. We, we are a million bucks. You're right about that, man. You got to dress to impress. You got to always be prepared, man. For real, you always got to be prepared. I like that. Uh, we're going to move on here on the podcast, you guys. February 20th, um, Ascend Pro Wrestling, uh, Make Your Name 2, is going to be you versus Xavier, um, Justin Xavier. Um, can you tell mm-hmm. me about that show and my listeners about uh, the show? Well, this is actually my second opportunity to be able to um, go out there and perform for those guys. Um, the the very first one I faced off against Justin Xavier's tag team partner Carson Drake, who I know very very well. I used to train back with him when we first started in Frankfurt. Um, Justin is is an awesome athlete from what little I've seen of him. I don't know an awful lot about him other than the one time I've seen him, but he um, I mean he's he's a new new guy in the business, and that's something that I love, something I hold dear to my heart because not very long ago, I was green, green, green. I was fresh in the business. I, and, and to see him performing on the level that he is, um, it's, it's awesome. Um, now that's not to say I'm not gonna bring one hell of a fight, but um, I, I do enjoy seeing somebody as, as ready to go as he is and his, as sharp as he is be in the business I'm you know the first time I went down there I wasn't really sure you know how if I would fit in with the dynamic down there and everything and I went down there and it was an awesome show um you know didn't didn't go exactly the way I wanted it to go um but it was in the end it was still an awesome experience and I'm I'm glad they gave me the call back and and booked me for another match and um I'm sure I I am 100% sure that Justin Xavier is going to put up one heck of a fight I um and and it's going to be an awesome match. So I would recommend if anybody is in the Cincinnati area, come down to that show. It is February twentieth. Um, I'm I'm there. There's pre-sale tickets available. They may still sell some at the door, but go ahead and get those pre-sale tickets because I mean it's not only our match too. I mean we've got a, a five-man ladder match going on that is going to be awesome. There's some great athletes. Carson Drake, the the man I faced at the last show, is going to be in that. And I know for a fact, I can I can say he's one hell of an athlete. He's got that collegiate background. He's um, he's charismatic, and I, <laughs> he puts up one hell of a fight too. So, I that's going to be awesome. I'm super excited about that. We've got uh, the 21st to Kentucky Elite Pro Wrestling is going to be back in Frankfurt again, and I I can say that that's near and dear to my heart just because that's where I trained at, and um, that's where you know the heart of the Dominion lies. So I, at, at the end of the day, I know that every one of those guys is ready to go. I, um, I don't know the card as of yet, 
it's, you know, what's, what's going on. But I do know that, you know, both championships will be on the line there in Frankfurt for Kentucky elite pro wrestling. I know the, um, the tag team champions are, are defending their titles as well. And, um, you know, of course we've got, we've got what we've got going on over there with the tag champs as well as, you know, our titles. So I'm super excited about what's coming up. Um, we're going to be back down. I don't know. Um, I, I haven't posted the match to YouTube yet, but we just had a match last weekend at uh, top notch wrestling with the Burklow boys and the Burklows are just awesome guys. I can't say enough about them. Um, they, they also, they are intense from the gate, you know, um, and, and we'll be back. We'll be back against them here really shortly, hopefully at this next show that's happening at top notch. So keep, keep an eye out for that as well. Um, because that just everything that's going on, everything that is about to happen here in the next couple months is going to be blockbuster. It's going to be awesome. Um, I, I can't say enough about everybody involved. Um, at the end of the day and at the end of the night, it's, it's going to be a show for the ages, no matter where we go. And I'm not trying to say that to be boastful or anything. I just know that we're trying to put out, you know, top notch product every single time we go out. And you, you can't, you can't miss it. If you, if you miss the show, I try to put as much as I can on my social media pages to let people know what's going on and see what's going on. But if you are in the area, if you are in the Cincinnati area on the 20th, if you're in the Frankfurt area on the 21st, you have got to come watch this because it is top notch wrestling. It is fine. Not no pun intended, but it is, <laughs> it is high caliber. It's awesome. I, I can't wait to see what unfolds. Yeah, it's gonna be a great show. It's gonna be a great show. Um, you have any words for Justin before you before you leave? <laughs> uh I, I hope he's ready because I mean, you know, Carson Drake squeaked out a win there when we faced him, and and I know Carson very, very well, but um he's gotta be on the top of his game. He's you know, I he is, I, I'll say it again, he is amazing for where he's at, for where for how short he's been in the business, but I'm, I'm at the top of my game right now. I, I have, I have never been better. I've never been cleaner. I'm, I'm in the ring. I'm training. I'm, I'm at home. I'm training, you know, it's, um, I, I, I don't stop. I nonstop 24 seven, eat, sleep, breathe, wrestling. I'm watching tape. Um, I'm working on things in the back and let's, let's hope he's been doing the same thing. Cause I mean, I'm not, I'm not slowing down for him. Hey, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. February 20th, you guys, uh, make your name too. Um, you guys, if you're in the area, if you guys in Ohio area, go check it out. You go check it out. Um, before you go, Camille, um, any superstars that are on the independent scene that you feel as though that's a breakout superstar besides yourself? Man, we, um, there's, there's a lot of great guys out there right now. Um, a couple of guys that I've worked very close with personally that I can vouch for. I know, um omega d is one amazing athlete i've worked with him quite a bit he's he's done a lot of training a lot of work with me he um he works also at ascend pro wrestling he's um down at soar wrestling in tennis or in texas he's um he's working for usa down in jackson tennessee he's he is a guy that is a straight up sleeper um he's he's powerful he's technical he's xmma so you know, he's, he's got that submission style. He's got, he's got the look, he's got everything about him, the attitude that a man, he can go places. I know, you know, another person that, that I talked about I trained with Carson Drake is an amazing athlete. 
he is he is built like a brick house man he is there's been many times he has suplexed me straight off the ground and i wasn't even waiting i, I had no idea what was coming and he has thrown me all across the ring um he's like i said he's charismatic he's he's got the he's got the look of a superstar um man i um i i've worked with so many great people and so many like awesome breakout stars i I, I hate to I hate to leave anybody out, um, but I'm drawing a blank right now. Just uh, the the Burklows, man. They were um, the first time I'd been around them was last weekend, and those guys are just awesome people. They're um, they're great in the ring. Um, you know, again, don't like how the match ended, but they um, they put up one hell of a fight as well. And I'm just I'm I'm thankful to be able to step in the ring with these kind of people. They, um, they elevate my game. They, uh, you know, I elevate theirs. We work, we work very well together. Even, even though we're brawling it out in the ring, you know, we're still, you know, if, if they look good and if I look good at the end of the night, we're, we're both coming out on top. Even if, even if it doesn't come out like I'd like it to, even if I don't get that win, it's, it's still, it's still all about, you know, everybody, everybody is got to, got to make a name for themselves. So it's, it's beautiful business. Yeah, you're right, man. Everybody got to make a name for themselves. Camille, I appreciate you joining me on the podcast. Um, Thank you, sir. I started this wrestling podcast last year around May, and uh, I've been having the privilege and the honor to interview um, some independent wrestlers, you know, such as yourself, ring announcers and stuff, to just pick their brains. I've been a wrestling fan for a long time, but, you know, I've been doing very well and excelling in podcasting. And I just wanted to keep connecting with guys such as yourself, man. Your energy was dope. Um, your fashion is just, is, is off the chain, man. So keep, keep, keep you. doing your, keep doing your thing. Um, before you go, man, any shout outs, anything you'd like to say, any questions for me? Um, just, I appreciate you having me on the show. I, um, I hope everybody goes and checks out. Uh, social media, look me up, Camille Mod, on uh, both Facebook and Instagram. You'll see everything that's going on with myself and the rest of the Dominion. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming up, so just you know, keep your eyes open, see what see what's coming up. If if you're in the Kentucky area, always, always, always come check out what's going on with anything I post because it's it's I can guarantee it's going to be one hell of a show. It's going to be one hell of a time, and you're gonna you're gonna love every second of it. So again, I thank you so much for having me on this. Um, anytime, anytime, I will, I will gladly come back and talk wrestling with you. No problem, man. No problem, Camille. Uh, stay safe, stay blessed, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you again for joining me this week on the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling. Yo, Camille, man, I appreciate you joining me this week on the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling. Man, it was a good time chatting with you, picking your brains, man. And, you know, uh, you're originally from Jedi, but you've never been there. So, hey, man, it's just it's really, really cool. And you're born here in the States, man. Just keep doing your thing, man. It, it, it's just fun. I love doing this. I just love just connecting with people, man. I've been a wrestling fan since I was little. And, you know, I have a disability. I'm in a wheelchair. And I always either saw myself somewhere in the wrestling business, not in the ring, but um, more so in, in the production truck or, or on commentary. You know, I just want to just want to keep learning. I just want to just keep uh, connecting and keep, you know, just just keep connecting and grinding with like minded people such as yourself, man. You're you. You were shot. Your fashion is shot, man. Don't let nobody tell you <laughs> your fashion ain't shot for real. Because when I saw you, I really just wanted to woo, give him a woo for real, like a Ric Flair, man. 
but I appreciate it. You guys, man, if you are in the Ohio area, you guys, February 20th, you guys, go check it out, you guys. Ascend Pro Wrestling, make your name too. My guy Camille Ahmad will be taking on Justin Xavier and a bunch of great matches lined up, you guys, on that show. So, uh, yeah, go check it out, man. Go check it out. And Camille, thank you for joining me on the podcast this week. But you guys, man, before I go, man, don't forget to follow the 1130 Podcast on all social media platforms follow me on twitter at dre on wheels uh follow me on instagram at the 1130 podcast like the 1130 podcast on facebook subscribe yes subscribe to the 1130 podcast right here on youtube and also if you'd like to be a guest here on the podcast email me that's the 1130 podcast at gmail.com that's the 1130 podcast at gmail.com man what a show what a what a show Talk my crap, man, and got my guy Camille here chatting it up. What a show. It's Friday, you guys, man. Enjoy you guys' weekend. I'll be back here with the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling next Friday. And you guys, man, don't forget to tune in to the 1130 Podcast Show this Wednesday on YouTube and on EB Radio. Wednesday at 1130 a.m., 1030 a.m. Central. Don't miss it, man. It's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. But, yo, it's your man Dre, a.k.a. Dre on wheels. 